everyone, it's Twist Compendio, and I am so awake right now. I am so awake. Um, I'm here with Francisco Rojo. How are you? Good, Chris. I'm going to need you to quiet it down a little bit. Well, it's because my face is right here at the microphone, and I, it's, yep, I'm sorry if I'm deafening anyone right now. I just need you to calm um, down. Okay. Too much energy. <laughs> ah, I just had so much sugar today. Um, Chris, Chris, you're at like, you're at like a three right now. And I need you to take it down to like a point five. Slow my roll. <laughs> I'm gonna like just hang back away from the microphone. Is that okay? Yeah. No. Okay. It's, this is uh, it's like honey to my ears. All right. Um, I'm doing good. It's very good. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, I'm doing good. Rocking, rocking some facial hair now. What? Rocking the facial hair. Yes. Um. It's like I've never had it this long before. And it feels good. I feel confident, and I feel like I can store things in I, there for later. And I it's bet very you feel warm. I just want to put my hands all over it. Oh, I, I, that's what I do all day. It's really unprofessional, but I, I just touch my, my face all day while I'm in meetings. Sam Reardon, you're also here. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I'm the cackling, uh, the cackling in the background, Sam Reardon. Um, yeah. Hi, hey, thanks it for is, having me, guys. Yeah, it is good to see you. Have, we, have, we have not seen you in a while. <laughs> yeah, um, and, I haven't seen you guys in a while yeah, either. Yeah, so not, not even in person. We were doing this through Skype. If, the, yeah. if there are any weird pauses in between or weirdness that you're hearing right now, but uh, if that's not making it obvious. But yeah, hello. Um, you went on a trip recently. Is, I did. Is that correct? I went yeah. on a fun little trip to... Uh, the Game Developers Conference, Ooh. also known as GDC, yeah. down in, uh, in San Francisco. San Francisco, West um, Coast. Yup. Um, yeah, the Bay Area. Ooh, yeah. Um, um, it was pretty fun. I stay with Darren. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, I, I Darren, did hear that, yeah. College Improv <laughs> Darren. Uh, he was great. I lived on his couch for <laughs> a week and a half. Um, and somehow we're still friends. So that's good. <laughs> Uh, no, a week's not long enough to ruin that, I don't think. Um, um, it was a week and a half, so... Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess you, you're, like, sightseeing and stuff. Like, Have you been to San Francisco before that? I had I'd never been to San Francisco before, and honestly, when I was there, I was so busy. Um, even, like, on the weekends, like, I, I met up with... Um, Miranda from CMU. Um, I don't know if you guys know her, but she's sure. in sort of the game design program. Um, she's an artist. Um, Wait, Miranda? And she, uh, that was super still, nice. We got brunch. Sorry. Miranda Jacoby. She still goes here, right? To CMU? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. she just went out there. Fuck, that's dope. Why does everyone yeah. go to GDC? I mean, she was she went as a community advisor. Or not, sorry, community uh, conference associate. What am I talking okay. about? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, a CA. Um, and they wore, like, these purple shirts and kind of were, like, given various tasks, like, stand here, scan people as they come into this, this like, talk or, you know, whatever. Um, right. So they were sort of overseeing the whole event. Volunteer manpower. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and to my knowledge, that meant that she could go to the conference for free, unlike me. Who oh, wow. A lot of money. Ah, a lot of money. Yikes. Yeah. So much money. But I did get to stay with Darren, um, stay with a friend, so I only paid for the train in terms of transportation, which was good. Yeah, good awesome. stuff. Pretty smart. What's it, 
what's it like? Because I, I like, so I will watch like YouTube videos about like GDC, like keynotes or like, you know, lectures or speeches that people give, uh, or like talks, talks, mm-hmm. say. talks is the word I was looking for. Talks that people give mm-hmm. at GDC. But like, what's like, what's it actually like to just like stand around? Is it like in a, a, a convention center? Like, what's it like? Yeah. So, um, so GDC is actually like, it's, it's even so much bigger than you would imagine. Um, because I mean, the, the way they kind of present it is they can't really show like the scope of the whole thing at once. So they have to kind of break it up and show you like, here's a talk, here's like this booth, here's that. Mm-hmm. In reality, it's held across three buildings. Um, there are, th- uh, the, the Moscone Convention Center, uh, north, south, and west. Damn. Um, Moscone West is entirely devoted to, like, conference talks, and, um, that's where all, like, the summits and boot camps are, I'm pretty sure. Um, there's also the Indie Mega Booth was there, at least for the first two days Ooh. of GDC, and I think it was there for the whole week, but I'm not sure. I didn't go there much after the first two days. Um, and, uh, it also had, uh, the Mild Rumpus, um, which is sort of like this chill-out space, um, a play on the wild rumpus, and you play these sort of experimental indie games that are really, really chill and really meditative. Um, there's a ton of cushions, oh, wow. so you just, you just chill. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, Moscone North and South are kind of the big expo floors, so that's where pretty much everyone can go. Not everyone can attend the talks in uh, Moscone West, but um, Moscone North and South... Um, you go into actually the basement of the buildings. Huh. Um, you take elevators or stairs down, and um, Moscone North has a ton, like like dozens and dozens, probably hundreds of indie developers in their games. Um, that's where like the nominees for the um, Independent Game Awards. Yeah. Um, that's where they were set up. Um, just a ton of stuff. A Day of the Dev hosted by um, Double Fine was down there, so there was some VR stuff mm. too. Um, but most of the triple a stuff is in moscone south um and getting between the two of those is actually kind of a hassle because there was construction going on on like the road so you had to cross to like the edge of like the corner of the the block and then cross from there and it was like a whole hassle so most people just took like the underground tunnel from one expo floor to the other which is pretty hilarious wow (laughs) yeah damn Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. A ton of AAA stuff and some indie stuff at Moscone South, like a ton of VR stuff right when you walk in. Okay. Um, I guess well, there are a few things from that I wanted to follow up on, but, um, kind mm-hmm. of going back, um, I'm just wondering how you ended up at GDC, like how, like what sequence of events, if any, led to you going there and, you know, I guess the why and the what, like, what was your kind of mission there? What did you want to do there? What did you want to get out from there? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so my reason for going to GDC, um, it started about two years ago, actually. Um, it was my spring semester junior year, and I had taken um, my first ever, like, game sort of course, because that was when, like, the ID program sort of started right. offering game design stuff and, like, you know integrated with the Entertainment Technology Center, which is, like, the grad school for game stuff at CMU. Um, I actually um, had a mentor who um, told me that going to GDC would be my best bet for sort of job opportunities, and that's why pretty much everyone Mm -hmm. goes, um, to make connections, you know, to, like, interview with people and stuff like that. 
he originally also told me about um, like a game writers exclusive conference um, that I don't know if he was aware, but I think at, actually at that time, um, like I think maybe that year, it was absorbed into GDC. So I ended up killing, killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> huh. um, and I just got, yeah, I got like the, the summits, boot camps, and tutorials pass for GDC. And um, yeah, that, that enabled me to go to all the narrative conference stuff on Monday and Tuesday. Um, and they were pretty much all in one room, so I was just camped out there <laughs> for <Right>. a while. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess, you know, I, I've been to a couple, not not something like GDC, but, you know, large convention type events, and it's it's... It could get pretty overwhelming, I feel, you know, like when you're surrounded by all of these, you know, there, there are all these um, people who are kind of on the same level as you, but there are also just all of these, you know, these people who are in the industry at some degree, like people who are maybe a step or two above you, but some people who are just like giants in your eyes. And um, yeah. I guess, yeah, what I'm really curious about from your experience is just how... Um, how did you navigate through everything? Like, you know, I'm just like physically like getting through like massive people, but just, just like, just mentally and like emotionally, like how, like, what was your mindset, um, while you were going through all of this? Um, you know, how did you know, um, mm -hmm. what you like, you know, you're there, you're physically there, but then what, how do you figure out what you want to do and what, like, you know, what your, what your game plan is, you know? Yeah, um, that's it's a tough one um, because unless you do a lot of pre-planning, you're kind of like SOL. Um, hmm. I don't know if you guys have a no cursing policy, so I'm just going to sort of skirt that line. Um, I never. I, I don't uh, really care. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, also, I like it, SOL as a phrase anyway. People always um, say SOL, and isn't it like S O O L? Sorry, just some food for thought. Anyway. <laughs> Well, so, so of is typically, I'm like a writer, so of is typically like a joining word, so you don't always see it in acronyms of things. Yep. Um, it's oh, it's okay. one of those words that doesn't get capitalized in titles, so it doesn't like really count. Shit, I just got educated. Also, you can abbreviate out of to outa, um, uh, if that makes you feel better. Oh, yeah. So like you would say, I'm, I'm shit out of luck. It's, it's <laughs> outa is kind of one word. Oh, um, anyway, so that's my little English <laughs> little. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, but uh, back to, uh, I think, Chris's question about, like, being sort of mentally and emotionally prepared. Um, I'm the sort of person who sort of gets uh, worried about that stuff ahead of time, so I kind of get it all out of the way. Sure. Uh, I, yeah, I, um, I did a lot of reading online of, like, advice from people who've done it before, like, what's the stuff you need to bring? I ended up bringing, like, a bunch of trail mix and, like, painkillers and a bunch of water. Um I stress baked um, Sunday night <laughs> before the conference because I'm a stress baker. I made a bunch of chocolate chip cookies, handed those out. It was a nice icebreaker. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, there were some people who came who didn't have business cards, and I was, like, shocked by that um, because it seemed like such an obvious thing to me. But I guess there are people who go to GDC not even realizing, like, why, why so many others go, which is to, like, network it's really a networking event for people like in the industry or people who want to be in the industry to talk to each other, put out feelers, get those business cards out there. I'll show you my stack. It, it won't be any good for the audio, but uh, right. <laughs> here's here's my stack yeah. of business there cards. It is. And that's after the GDC. It's, uh, 
Oh yeah, that's a, this is every this is other people. Oh, these are other people's. These are these aren't mine. <laughs> yeah, I, these I, are I know other that. people's cards. Yeah. yeah, these are these are just the cards I have. You know, big deal. Yeah, um, I I went to no, I, actually, I went to Sundance two years in a row, and I I know like I have like stacks of business cards that I actually most oh, of yeah. them never really saw again. But oh yeah, um yeah, I know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I uh. I have a fun story just because I, I saw the business card from it. Um, are you guys familiar with David Gator? Um, um, he was the Bioware, I think. Yes, former yep. lead writer of Bioware. I met him. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, always follow people's Twitter. Like, Twitter is like the game dev communications hub, weirdly. Um, which I didn't really get until yeah. fairly recently, a little bit before GDC. Um, but so I follow him on Twitter and, uh, he tweeted about going to the Golden Gate Tap Room, which is where all like the sort of writers go at night to sort of chat, <laughs> network, get drinks, get food, right. um, play card games. After dark. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I actually jumped off a train, not a moving train, <laughs> um, but, uh, um, my train was about to leave to take me back to Darren's place and it's like an hour long train ride. I saw the tweet as I was sitting on the train. I hopped off and took um, <laughs> took a lift to um, Golden Gate Tap Room oh, yeah. and met David Gator. And I was like having a heart attack on the way there. But once I got there, um, it was super chill. And he said, "Hi, I'm David." And I said, "Hi, I'm Sam." And like just sort of sat down. It wasn't the, just the two of us. Oh my god, no, they were like five other wow. people. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I would have imploded oh, upon myself. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so now I have I have David Gator's handwriting on a business card Holy because shit. he didn't he didn't have his own. Yeah, shit, and his email, of his name and his email in his own handwriting. <gasps> uh, so just a fun little story. I'm still like sort of reeling from that because he's wow, a guy I've yeah. looked up to for years and years and years. Yeah, did you feel like I, <laughs> I don't even need to ask? Like I also got asked like, was there anyone you met who you felt like intimidated by? But. That seems like a pretty. Oh my yeah. god! I mean, everyone. <laughs> yeah. But um, David Gator is actually like icons of him, like pictures of him. Don't make him seem like super chill. Like he usually looks mm. very serious in them. Um, like he has like some gravitas. And then in person, I was like, wow, this is just like a really nice, intelligent, chill dude who like yeah. gets it and is no. like just a pal, not a not a not a friend of mine, I but gotcha. like like, like personally. Gotcha. But he has like a friendly <laughs> sort of demeanor. Like he could be a pal. Oh god. I'm on a first name basis with David Gator. Oh, it's god. a big deal. God. That's so oh, cool. that's really cool. Any anyone um, else? Any any uh, names you anyway. want to drop? Oh, um wow. I mean I I, saw, I went to a bunch of talks. Um there was a guy, oh, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, um, Mata Haggis, might be Mata Haggis. Um, he gave this great talk that actually wasn't part of the Narrative Summit, it was for indie development. Mm -hmm. um, but it was about writing and how to incorporate that into the game and like workflow and stuff like that. Um, and how it can enhance your game. So I was like, yeah, I'll go to that. And he was like super nice afterwards, and I he was one of the few people that I got to go to the wrap up session for, and that's the thing where after someone's talked, you go to this like um, sort of table and chairs area. Um, oh, they'll okay. sit down, and you'll like sit down at the table around them, and then you'll sort of ask them questions or you know get some feedback or whatever, and then you usually swap business cards with them, so that was fun. 
Um, there was another one. Oh, yeah, sorry. He he worked on um, Alien vs. Predator, Predator, the game. Okay. Um, and, like, is currently a professor in um, the Netherlands at a game design uh, college. Oh, wow. So, like, that was that was why I was a little starstruck there because yeah. he's, like, an industry vet and, you know, of course. Um, there was uh, Michelle who did – I think she's, she's a freelance writer and editor. And she did um, a great talk on writing sex scenes for video games, <laughs> which, like, I'm ace um, and non-binary. <laughs> and she was so inclusive. Okay. Like, I was a little nervous going in. I was like, this could go wrong very quickly. But it was – she was – it was, like, a super nice, very funny talk. And, like, the That's best cool. talks at GDC are the funny ones hmm. because they're all informative. But I went to one, and I won't, I won't name names, and I won't tell you which one it was. But sure. one of the talks I went to was extremely sort of dry, and you could tell that the presenter or presenters, because some talks have more than one, and <laughs> I don't want to get too specific. Um, but the, the person or people speaking um, were kind of clearly reading off of the PowerPoint and maybe hadn't rehearsed as much. Um, mm, but, like, me. overall, everyone... Well, <laughs> <laughs> um everyone was like super professional but also funny and and like approachable um so i was like kind of intimidated but even me an anxious person was able to you know talk to a bunch of people that i never thought i would be able to mm-hmm. yeah gdc is kind of a magical it's like the sort of thing that i hear a lot of people say gdc is a magical place where you can kind of just like meet people that you never thought you'd ever see in real life and talk to them and have like him like you know the game the og i think so yeah it's like this um it's like a choose your own adventure but it's highly illustrated and like humorous right um there's like a monster coming and um Hmm. yeah um i met the guy i met the guy who developed that um and uh i met uh kevin snow who's this great this great, great interactive fiction writer. He also writes about monsters. Um, uh-huh. You can kind of see a pattern forming here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I just, there were a lot of cool people there. Yeah, so it lives up to the hype. Yeah, it really does. And not in the ways you would think. Because, like, the expo floor, you get there and you're like, wow, and you're quickly overwhelmed. But after, like, and I don't know, like an hour of walking around, you kind of get it. Like, that's kind of it. Um, but there's a meetings program. Also, I realize I'm like just going on and on. So please like stop. Me. Oh, this is great. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, we're, we're kind of, yeah, it's not like this is the point of the episode or anything. I will please let us talk. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm a, I was snark. No, I love oh, it. God. Sorry. It's not registering as well on Skype, I, but even still. I didn't, I didn't I didn't respond because you lagged out for like that entire thing and I was trying to decipher like the bits I could get. I'm so sorry. Oh, I can't wait for the uh can't wait for when we put it together and it's gonna sound like yeah. me being an asshole. Jeez, like, oh, Francisco. Okay, Just no. ignoring you because we can't even hear you. Yeah. Oh. No, this is great. Sorry. Um, no, um, no, please. You're the host of this podcast. Um, <laughs> gosh, where was I? Oh, yeah, the like the expo floor. The cool thing about GDC, and I think one of the reasons that it's like so successful as a networking thing, is because they have um, this meetings program, and they have like a website hmm. for it, and it's also sort of integrated into. They have an app for GDC, 
um, where you can track like the different talks you're going to, and like you can follow mm. certain people. They can like they post like status updates about like where they're oh, going to be or whatever. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, except that it kind of devolves into like a meme, a meme hell. I I would say, <laughs> um, <laughs> depending on who's who's more oh, well. active and who's not. <laughs> um, but the meetings program you request like you can see all the people who are attending that are like willing to meet with people either to like provide advice or to provide information or to you know maybe see if you're interested in their a project they're doing um a, a ton of different companies um offer that like wizard of the coast and telltale um were the two like companies that i wow. met with wow um oh shit yeah yeah which is crazy <laughs> yeah like, how could you even, like, predict that in a million years? Never. What the hell? Um, <laughs> you met like, with Telltale. Was, Holy cool. I met, I met with, well, Telltale actually did a day-long, on Wednesday, a day-long sort of info day where they had, sorry, I'm going to take a drink of water. Go ahead. <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, <laughs> they did, like, an info day where they had, like, a bunch of different um, sort of like lecture style info sessions where, you know, you would go into this room, sit in chairs and people from different departments would sort of tell you what they do. So I like sat in on the production one sort of by a happy accident. Uh -huh. And then also like the creative writing and design one. Um, that was super cool. But, um, they also had like a ton of free refreshments, which was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> you know, what's up telltale. This is thank truly God. a paradise. <laughs> oh God. So good. Um, <laughs> even though they got like the tiniest room ever. Yeah. Uh, it was hilarious. I like musical chairs in there. Um, anyway, no, but I, I got to meet with um, AJ Reedley and also um, uh, Juan, who is a game designer. And AJ is um, the uh, he's called the the studio creative manager. I think is his, is his official title. Mm. And he actually just moved from Pixar to Telltale. Wow! So like uh, he, he's like the living personification of Wreck It Ralph, <laughs> kind of like an appearance. Yeah. And also voice. It's, like, amazing. Yeah. But if you look him up, that's his Twitter picture. His Twitter profile picture is just Wreck-It Ralph with a beard. And it's like, yeah, you know what's up. He knows. That's amazing. Yeah, I've, I've always thought Telltale was, um, like, the Pixar of video games. Like, that just kind of helped my, like, me to affirm it in my head. <laughs> yeah, in, in a lot of ways it is. I think that's a... I haven't thought about that, but, like, that makes sense. They're both kind of yeah, on the cutting just, edge just of, like, they, story. And, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um. Nice. Oh God, this all sounds really cool. I mean, I, yeah. I guess I'm just wondering. There's so much. Yeah. There's so much. I mean, does it, did it ever feel like chaotic? Were there were there certain days where it felt crazier than other days, or was it just like just like the entire week just just totally bonkers? I mean, the whole week is pretty much bonkers, but yeah. it really depends on what you sort of go in for. Like a lot of people mm. didn't even know about the meetings program, so they weren't like they didn't have a bunch of meetings to go to the way I yeah. did. So like. For me, it was a couple days of bouncing around between different rooms and attending a bunch of talks and trying to balance, like, going to the wrap-up sessions afterwards with, mm -hmm. like, eating and also attending other talks. Um, and then the rest of the days, it was mainly, um, it, it's sort of an endurance run of, um, mm -hmm. like, trying to meet as many people as possible, you know, make a, make a genuine connection with each of them, um... Try as many games as you can, get get as much information on, like, where the field is going as you can, go to as many talks as you can, mm -hmm. meet as many, like, just, like, do as much stuff as you can. Not everyone goes there for that reason. Yeah. Like, there are people who 
are like exhibitors or who are lecturers um, and who like, you know, do any number of things. Um, it, it depends. Like, like uh, David Gator was only there for a day. Um, so like, it's, it's really down to what you do. There are some people who just had an expo pass and just walked around the expo for like three to five days. Right. And I, I would imagine that's still chaotic, but I, I can't imagine that there's as much like running around and time pressure as there is when you're trying to juggle all these different sort of elements. Um, sorry, this is a simple question. Um, GDC, how many days is GDC? Uh, GDC is from, well, this year was from the February 27th to March 3rd. It's five days. It's a weekday. Oh, it's week. Uh, it's, a, it's like, it's a week, yeah. but just the weekdays. It's the weekdays. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like pre-GDC and parties and wrap-up parties like on either side of it, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. I was just yeah. like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Totally cool. I like, I forget sometimes um, to like explain things. And, and you, so you um, basically made it so that you were, I mean, you were basically busy all day all five days just like yes. doing meetings and talks and other kind of networking and stuff yeah, yeah um i got in usually around 10 10 each day sometimes like 11 i think like on like thursday mm -hmm. and tuesday or something um but like around 10 i would get in so that means like waking up and getting to the train station around 8 30 oh, um yeah. if not earlier <laughs> yeah um uh then, depending on the day, like, some days I got back around, like, I would I would leave around 6 or 7 and get back around, like, 8 or 9. But then on days when I went to, like, the Golden Gate Tap Room or, like, a different sort of wrap-up party or the day where I, the day where I met David Gator, I stayed out until, like, like, 1.30 or something. <laughs> yeah. And I got back around 3. It's all worth it, though, isn't it? Um, so that was, that was, oh, God, yes. I, I missed my last, like, the train on purpose and took a lift yeah. an hour back. I paid like fifty bucks so that I wouldn't miss a second hanging out with David Gator. So like, oh yeah, no regrets. <laughs> so yeah, you were basically. No I mean, you like you hung out with David Gator that night, so like that's what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not like not one on one, and like we yeah. we didn't actually speak that much, but like what we did say, I was like, <sighs> he answered some of my questions about Dragon Age, and like yeah. I learned about like all these things that he wanted to put in the game. Ugh, and, like, sometimes that's what all the you need. Of giving up because he wrote like Cole, my favorite character. He wrote him as part of a book first, and then they decided to incorporate him into the into Inquisition, and uh, mm. he ended up writing Cassandra instead of Cole, um, mm. and just uh, there's it was it was like so good, it was like getting <laughs> to go backstage at like a crazy good concert, yeah, um, yeah. with like a singer you really like. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> I could go on and on about Duplicator. <laughs> That's so cool. Um. Do you get to play anything? Any good stuff? Any, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. Um, I got to play a bunch of VR stuff. I played um, I played the Rick and Morty VR demo. Um, oh, wow. I played... Yeah. Oh, God. It was really funny. And really... <laughs> you could smash a ton of stuff, which is, like, pretty much a, a prereq for every <laughs> every VR game at this point. Yeah. You have to be able to smash stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, that was good. It was very funny. Um, I can't remember which headset I used for that. I think it might have been an Oculus. Mm -hmm. um, I played Psychonauts Rhombus of Ruin, which is like sort of an interstitial mini game between the first and second Psychonauts game. Okay. Um, the second of which is coming up very soon. I'm very excited for it. 
Uh, that was on PlayStation VR. Yeah, I think there's a picture of you doing that floating around somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made it. Uh, I made it my uh, Facebook profile yep. picture because you know how could I? How could I not? It was time for it was time for something new and fresh and second. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, I played a couple like smaller title games. There was one where I can't remember the name. I feel really bad about it, but there was one where you played as this sort of mechanical bird creature um that flew from like pole to pole Mm -hmm. um and the way you flew around there were no controls except for the headset so you would just look at it long enough that it would activate and then you would swoop over to it and the swooping animation like it that was actually my first vr experience ever but also at gdc yeah and the like the swooping feeling i totally got it and it was like just oh man yeah it was really great um (laughs) Yeah. VR um, swooping. Oh God. <laughs> VR swooping. Like flying is, you know, it's what like a ton of 3D films try to capture and they never quite get. I think How to Train a Dragon was like very close to getting it. But without VR, I mean, VR is really like, it should just be flying simulators. That's that's it. That's all it should be. <laughs> that's all it's, that's all it's good for. If you ask me. Oh, man. I mean, it's not all it's good for. It's just like <laughs> the best usage yeah. of this system clearly is to just like finally give us the ability to fly um so i got this yeah, new game this um, new idea for a game that's gonna be like batman can you fly no okay i'm loving the first part of that i'm loving the bat part of that what if we just went with the bat part and you were just a bat and you were just flying how would you feel about that yeah. um, is my counter offer bat simulator 2018 let's do it uh Bad Sim 2K18. Oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, God. What else can I tell you guys about? Oh, Night in the Woods? I don't know if you guys have heard of that game. Yeah, I, I, I know a little about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Popping off. Um, a ton of people I met were just like all abuzz with it already. Um, there was a booth. There was a, a booth. There was a booth for it. <laughs> um, sort of like a small stand in this sort of area of other, um, not indie games, but like smaller title games. Um, where, you know, you could play the game, um, and there was, like, a decent line for it, like, I don't know, like, three people at a time, which, for GDC, for something that isn't VR, a line is unusual. (laughs) Um, all the, all the VR stuff was crazy. Um, the Oculus booth, which is kind of, like, it's, like, the square area, um, it's, like, basically a penned-in area of, like, rows of VR setups, um, Different ones are, like, configured for different stuff. So, like, there are some Oculus games where you have to be sitting down. There are some where you you have to be standing up. Um, So you could only play certain ones on certain things. And I was actually... I was there with a friend at that point. I met up with a friend, Ben Gansky, um, who currently works Mm -hmm. in VR. So he was, like, very hyped to try it. Um, I uh, got to skip... We both did. We both got to skip the line because pretty much everyone wanted to play, like, the shooters and stuff like that, ones where you have to stand up. Um, and we both ended up trying this 3D modeling game, um, where it really was just, like, you with the controllers as your hands, um, sculpting stuff, Mm -hmm. um, in 3D and, like, moving it around and turning it and choosing different colors and different shapes. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, a super nice meditative thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, Very unlike any other VR thing I had done. 
Wow. But the Oculus booth was Pretty crazy cool. because there, there was, sorry, the thing I was actually supposed to describe was that there was the square pen and then next to it, there was a doubled up line of like a, a doubled up queue mm-hmm. that was like at any given time, at least three quarters full with like a dozen people. Um, yeah. The VR, VR stuff at, at, I mean, just in general, but especially at GDC where like everyone kind of wants a piece of that action. Oh Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's it's something that a lot of people are willing to wait a long time to. <laughs> Did you see any talks about VR or any anything like that? No, see, here's the thing about GDC, um, which is, I don't know if it was the, with this way last year, but um, you get passes to GDC, and then you also have to get passes to the VR development conference. Oh, that's a, like a different thing? It's like you have to tack it on to whatever pass you're already getting. So, like, you can get the GDC all-access pass, which you'd think would be all-access, but no, you also have to right, get, then get VRDC wow. all-access pass. And it's, it's like a crazy system because VR is just that hard. Yeah. It's just that yeah. hard that you can charge people, like, hundreds of dollars extra just to go oh, see some more boy. VR stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, not, from a personal perspective, I I'm think that VR that. hype is a little too high right now for, like, what exists, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not seeing it, like, you know, I don't see everyone getting, you know, I don't see VR headsets at the stores and, like, selling out and it being, like, a huge craze and all. Like, I mean, I'm not mm. sure if that's what they're going for, for, like, in the first few steps of that, or if it's just, like, never going to... I, I've always been unsure of, like, what that whole landscape is like, to be honest. Um, I just think, I mean, it's so early in the development of, like, the VR gaming world that it's yeah. kind of tough to say exactly what will be available in a couple of years. I mean, just in terms of, like, games to play on the VR headsets. Yeah. Um, but, like, right now, I think they're mostly, like, amusement parks and cruises and places where companies can buy them and have them available for people because they're too expensive for people to just buy themselves. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, um, I think I, eventually I, they'll be cheap enough, but... Yeah, I, I know, um, like, Sony, they had, like, a press release. Like, they like had, there was, like, an interview where they were saying, oh, yeah, we were really surprised that we sold this many VR headsets and they, like, exceeded our expectations. But, like, um, me personally, I, I'm pretty impressed by the technology. Like, I've tried the Oculus Rift. I've tried um, the Vive. Um, but mm-hmm. it seems fine in like short bursts because, you know, I can't imagine playing like a 20 hour game on this thing, um, nor would I think I, I, I would like physically be able to, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know. I don't know what, like Fran, if you have any experience like trying VR or anything like that. I've tried it a couple times and like, I remember the first time I tried it. Like, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know if you guys felt similarly, but I put it on and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I get it. Like, They've this is the it. future. Yeah, yeah, like, holy shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's insane. Like, it's not even that good right now, but it's already, like, just, like, bonkers so cool. Um, yeah, I think just on a so, base level, it's like, it has a base level of cool that it's, it isn't built into most games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, like, the Wii... Like, when people have tried, like, different, you know, evolutionary styles or gimmicks for playing, like, the Wii or the Kinect, and, like, it just, they haven't super worked that well, but, like, v- 
VR is one of those like where people's not people aren't really sure what they're doing yet, but it's already like I don't know. I think you can mm-hmm. tell it's like it's gonna stick and it's gonna be huge. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, like, there's yeah. still there's still things that kind of have to be figured out about, you know, playing games on VR. Like, the the first thing I ever tried on VR was, um, it was just like this demo that someone made, and it was just you walking around a house. Um, and I was using the like an old version of the Rift, and using the keyboard to move around, and like it, you know, it was a really simple house, and mm-hmm. it it felt real. It was really cool, but I was nauseated it's just like yeah. moving around like controlling your movement while also looking around um like this doesn't work so like you see a lot of games that kind of um you know you, you point to where you want to move and you you teleport you know to kind of alleviate that and it doesn't yeah. seem like yeah. the best way to do that so i think that's something that people are still kind of figuring out um yeah i, I don't know like i just i <laughs> I'm a very like social gamer. Like I like being on the couch, and like I I don't see that being a thing when you have these these giant like these massive <laughs> headsets on your head. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I don't know like what's sure. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I'm just so curious. I feel though. like I mean, every now and then you see like someone um, in like oh god I I don't even know how to describe it. You know how like um, you'll see like a baby in that thing that's, like, a circle around them, like, a big inner tube that doesn't actually touch them, but with, like, bungee straps under them. And they can sort of, like, waddle around in it. It'll, like, yeah, waddle around. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they, I've yeah. seen things like that, but for people doing VR, and it's, like, a 360 treadmill underneath yeah. them. <laughs> um, rather than them moving, the ground is moving. Yeah, they, um, it's a community episode. I think that's kind that. of a way to combat, like, the... I mean... Get those in everyone's houses. And I feel like, God, yeah, this is the new exercise. (laughs) I mean, but I mean, you could get like VR MMOs. That would be huge. Um, Like, can you imagine Second Life if you actually like were doing like VR Second Life? Yeah, like crazy. Just like just like a whole like just a virtual chat room. You know, I think Facebook's trying to do that. I want to say. Um. Yeah, like mm. those weird, like animated yeah. avatars that look creepy as hell. Um, uh. <laughs> I'm I'm super excited, but it makes sense because I guess it's it's not a huge thing right now, but it's probably people can tell us the future. So I, it's like not surprising that a game a game developers conference, like everyone's like, oh, I'm trying to get on this like as early as possible, like you know, oh, yeah. catch the wave. And like yeah. a ton of people, I mean, because it's still not commercial. Unless you work with VR, you don't have access to those headsets, right? Um, so like a lot of people who go there, even though they're developers don't really get to use VR otherwise, um, certainly not on a regular basis. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really, it's such a weird thing. Yeah. That's so weird phenomenon. And there are people I met at the conference who like swear that it's going to ruin gaming and like aren't sold on it at oh, all. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then there are some people that are like, I only play VR games now. It's, it's the <laughs> oh, way of the future. You know, we have to be Ow. pushing forward. <laughs> I don't play that. Yeah, it's a whole big thing. Real huh. reality games. <laughs> I'm done with real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're like, we're real getting to the holodeck over. now. Only VR now. <laughs> so, Sam, I don't know if you uh, want to talk about it, but so do you any like get any like good connects? Like do you feel like it's it was 
Like, are you already, like, talking with people? Are you following up with people on, like, I don't know, connections that you made? Or... I am. I can't talk about them specifically. Yeah, don't um, worry. Right. But okay. I will say that the reason... <laughs> The reason GDC is known as a networking event is because it is a networking event, and the reason it's so popular for people trying to find jobs is because you can find jobs at GDC. <laughs> Where? Um, um, I can't tell you who I'm talking with or what it's about, um, yeah. but I can tell you um, if you are starting out, like the reason I went, I had just graduated college, I had the time, I had enough money to go, thank God. Um, well, yeah. But it's, it's sort of this calculated risk of spending a lot of money on the, on the sort of gamble that it will pay off in the long run. Um, and hopefully it will for me. It's looking okay. Um, but I think that's why so many people spend so much money going to GDC. is not just because they love games. Um, I mean, obviously, that's part of it. Um, or we wouldn't be in the industry. Um, but it's, it's a good place for people who don't have their footing yet to kind of get their name out there and mm -hmm. start like getting feelers out and like making connections and like being like, Hey, can I talk to you about how you did this? And like, how can I do this? And it's a good jumping off point. Certainly. Even if you don't get a job there, you know, making those connections could pay off huge down the road. If one of those people that you make a connection with, um, and that you like really genuinely make an impression with like a positive thing, they might think of you next time they need like, you know, a contract yep. worker or they're like looking for a new hire. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it lags a little for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got all that. That's, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, cool. I guess I'm just... Yeah, the lag is, like, really going for it this, uh, during this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, I mean, I know you met a bunch of cool people. Did you meet anyone who was kind of like, I guess, at the same level as you, who was also kind of had like a similar mindset? Did you get to like exchange ideas with anyone like that? Or were you just kind of, just kind of lone wolfing yeah. it? <laughs> well, I did go alone. So in a sense, I was lone wolfing. Yeah. Um, and I spent most of my time like alone, like going to and from meetings, going to and from talks, going around the convention floor. I made some friends. Mm -hmm. But like everyone's kind of there for their own agenda. There's, so right. there's not like a, let's go check out this thing together. It's like, oh, are you going there? I'm going there too. Okay, now we can yep. go together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I think the, the closest I came to finding a bunch of people that were on the same level as me was the writers, uh, like the narrative summit during mm -hmm. Monday and Tuesday, the first two days of the conference. Um, a lot of the people I met during like the talks, just because I was sitting near them or, you know, whatever, they were at a similar place in life to me, either they were like doing an undergrad program or a grad program, or they had been doing freelance for a little bit. Um, everyone was interested in the same things, um, like interactive fiction or screenwriting or, you know, game writing. Everyone was interested in game writing in some yeah. form or another and had experience in some form or another, you know, because of their interest. So it was, it was a really great place to meet like-minded individuals. And even the people who, were, had years more experience than I did. Um, there's still a feeling of accessibility. I mean, this is like a, a writer's thing. I don't know if it's true across all disciplines, but there's definitely a sense in the writer's community that it is a community. It's not just yeah. like a group of people that are kind of like similar. Mm -hmm. It's a, 
we like the same things. We're working towards the same things. We recognize that this is an important thing in the industry that should be valued more. Um, and that I think is on the rise as something that is being valued in, in games is narrative and, you know, character, stuff like that. Let's make connections. Let's get to know each other. Let's support each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that's hugely important. Um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I think I veered a little bit there, but, um, sorry, I got really excited about, about writers in the, in the field. Yeah, no, for sure. I, <laughs> I guess awesome. I'm just curious, like, you know, you described us a community, but do you think... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, listening to you talk about these people and how they interacted with each other and, you know, like the types of personalities that you met, like, could you, could you describe like what the culture is like, I guess, mm -hmm. if they're, like the, the, the developer culture, the gaming culture. Okay. Ooh, this is gonna be tough. Yeah. Um, Just I mean, my sample saw. size is pretty small yeah. comparatively. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Um, um, so there's, like, a couple different sort of, not levels of people, but, like, types of people that you'll find at GDC. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess in the game dev world in general. There's people who are students um, who were there just, like, wide-eyed and, like, hungry for it. Uh, yeah. um, there's recent graduates or grad students who were, like, really hungry for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah like like students want to work in the business but they're like you know i'm not out of college yet so i'm not like looking for like a full-time job or anything but yeah. then if you're a recent graduate or a freelancer you're on it you're just yeah. like oh what are you oh, doing that sounds cool here's to. my business yeah. card call me like yeah you have to you have to get on that hustle um there's the industry veterans who are typically like like decades into their their time um in the industry who, like, are sort of these sages. Um, but the great thing about them is... <laughs> I love that. All of them... Yeah, well... <laughs> all of them are... It's true, I, it's true, I assure you. Uh, they're, they're all ready and willing to talk to people who are not beneath them, but less experienced than them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think um, that's the coolest part of all of this, honestly. Yeah. That's, wow. The, for, from what I have seen and heard and experienced at GDC, and just, like, in general... Um, the game development community and the gamer community are two totally, totally separate worlds. Um, yeah. Like, uh, for example, um, GDC has, like, all these, like, diversity initiatives and, like, um, group meetups and stuff, and they have, like, a program that's called, um, uh, I think it's called, like, Amplifying New Voices, but if you're, mm -hmm. like, a minority, like, either, like, gender-wise, sexuality-wise, race-wise you can get help going to GDC um, and you can get a mentor yep. for GDC. Um, and so there's a real push. Um, even like I talked to guys, like most of the guys I talked to were like older white men in the industry. And they were all like, yes, we are aware that we are like part of the problem and we are working to like wow. fix it. That's um, cool. It was, cr it was crazy. Like, I'm, I'm not going to name names, and I won't tell you who these people were. Ah, sure. But, like, every person I met with was so, like, woke. Just so, like, aware. Um, yeah, I think I... I met with one guy who was... God. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I saw a Polygon article that was kind of talking about that. It was talking about how, um, how specifically mm -hmm. trans-exclusive um, GDC was. Like, I, I think I saw, like, pictures of, like, you know, 
pronoun like stickers. Oh yeah, and, like, I got yeah. I got one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had they were free pronoun ribbons. Um, they had he, his, she, her, they, them, and they also had like the name of a guy. It was like a weird meme. I don't remember who it was, but it was like a game developer's name. Sure. Um, so you could put instead of gender, you could just have this guy's name. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah, but they were they gave them out for free, and also. I went up to get mine because um, I didn't hear about it until like the second day of the conference. Mm-hmm. I went up and got mine after the the registration desk had actually like technically closed, and they were. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of walked up and I was like, "Hey, do you have the pronoun ribbons?" And they were they were like, "Oh yeah, here!" Like they were so <laughs> like excited about it and happy about it, and it was yeah. just a really wow. good feeling. That's and really everyone cool. everyone I met like while I was doing VR while I was doing like the VR. Um, like sculpting thing the the art one um a couple of yeah. the people like the people who run the booth um i heard them talking and they were using my like they were using they them pronouns for me and wow. i was so like i can't even he- you don't even know that i can hear you right now but you saw it on my tag uh-huh. and you're be- like it it's it's a really nice respectful place and i'm not saying that it's perfect obviously um of course yeah but it's i think the game dev community and the gamer community are very different in terms of attitudes. Um, and the game oh, dev community absolutely. is actively working to fix that. Yeah. Um, I talked to a couple of people who were like, yeah, we're like, we're aware that this is our consumer base. And like, we've been doing X, Y, and Z to try and change mm-hmm. that. And like, we're looking into this, this, and this to, you know, uh, bridge that gap. And it was like, it was really not just nice, but inspiring in a way and comforting. Yeah. Like, this is the industry I want to be in. And it is possible for me to yeah. be in, and the people I will be working with will respect me. They will understand. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, was, I kind of, I kind of nice. got a good sense. And something I yeah. did not expect from GDC. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I like following. I, I follow a lot of like um, people, specifically in the gaming press, and you know, maybe mm-hmm. like a handful of developers. And like, I think I got a good sense that you know that that the culture is kind of like that, that like, you're right. There is like definitely a divide between, um, the gaming community and the game developers community. And I guess like the developers will probably like include the press in that, like, you know, Polygon, Giant Bomb, like those guys. Um, but like, it's really, really cool to hear that, like, like just to experience that in person. I think, you know, that's like, I, uh, that, those mm-hmm. are like those, those are just really good steps that they're taking. I think, um, I, yeah, I'm confused or I'm surprised because I feel like I've read some articles about how like the game game developer like the industry is kind of like a boys club like it's kind of like this like not super welcoming like community or maybe some mm-hmm. companies are for basically people that aren't white men but I guess it's just different yeah I will say it's it's tough out there I mean it's still like like I said before, it's not perfect. Um, it's better than I expected it to be. And it's really reaffirming that, like, a lot of people in high places and low places are working towards making it better. It's still not there on the whole. Like, there are a lot of people who just maybe aren't aware of, you know, sort of things that they're perpetuating or, you know, they don't, they haven't examined it as much. Um, I mean, the reason that they need to have the Amplifying New Voices program is because of that. Yeah, sure. It is still a boys club. Like, if you go to GDC, you'll see some girls, but they stand out because there are much fewer of them. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and like there are some non-binary people but like there are few enough of us there that like we got together or i mean i wasn't there for this but a bunch of them got together and it was hmm. like i don't know like a couple dozen people there are thousands of people at gbc <laughs> yeah okay um and most of them are white guys yeah. yeah like that's the way it is and there's a lot of push to change that um just but just the self-awareness the of that there's like... a lot of pushes because there's a long way to go yeah. yeah. No, that's that's like super awesome though. That like that makes me pretty happy. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, like, the fact that they yeah, know yeah. that, you know, like that yeah. that already puts yeah. them ahead of so many other industries, you know. Like yeah. I think yeah. I think I think the reason I would guess that part of it is like a generational has... thing like Oh yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah. the fact that it's like it's it's a lot more intertwined with internet culture, you know, more so than like say like the movie mm-hmm. business or something like that. Um which is oh, which yeah. are like all like not only white men but like old white men you know um yeah i think the the game development community is not more beholden to but more closely tied to their consumers than maybe any other um yeah like artistic medium that i can think of mm-hmm. um there's a there's a real sense of being tied to like the community you build up around your game and like stuff like that and so i think part of the reason that it's sort of more aware of this stuff than other um other uh artistic forms is uh, and the people working in those forms is because they have to be um because there has been so much backlash from people who are like i'm not being recognized and like you you aren't um representing me and like you know you aren't writing me in a way that i feel comfortable with and you know stuff like that or just like i'm not being written about mm-hmm. at all yep um I think because of that, um, game developers have kind of gone like, oh, wait a second. Let me look around a sec. Oh, we are all white guys. Hmm, that doesn't seem quite right anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, doesn't seem quite right. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying there should be no white guys in gaming or game dev. <laughs> um, it's just that there's been such an imbalance for so long that, like, yeah, yeah. there needs to be some adjustment to, like, get everyone on the same totally, page. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. So this is mm-hmm. this is definitely the world that you want to be in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. I guess my question is um you know in in your ideal world like what do you what do you, what I was going to say what's your end game but like what do you what do you want to be <laughs> doing I guess what's your end you know game, what's, man? what's your... <laughs> what's my Wednesday? Oh. Um man, um my win state would be um, happy with my job, um, <laughs> well, happy yeah. with my coworkers, uh-huh. um, creating something that um, is meaningful to people, um, that maybe um, makes people feel like they have been spoken to in a way that they haven't been before. Um, the games I make would be extremely personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and not not because of like the material necessarily, but because of um, how customized they would be to the player. Right. Like something I'm I'm very interested in is like I I love interactive narrative because of course I do I have to I'm, you know I want to be a game writer. Yeah. Um, but I think the key is to give your players agency not just in like the game mechanics but in like the narrative itself. Yeah. Because that way, even if it's just like little things. You can make the the player feel like they are um, playing something that is unique to them. Mm-hmm. Like no one has ever had the exact same experience they have, 
Um, it's their world. It's their story. Um, that's the kind of that's the kind of games I want to be making. Um, yeah, games that make players feel special and recognized and spoken to. And and that sort of also I'd be making some money. That would also be <laughs> yeah. part of the win state. Oh, yeah. um, I have a dog. That. I'd have my own plays. I'd have fans. <laughs> Not too many. God. Yeah. Um, but like five, maybe five fans. So you got a following. Enough. Following. That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Following. Um, just people who just stare yeah. at me and walk behind me. Um, you verified on Twitter and. <laughs> yeah, ver- verified on Twitter. That's a win state if I've ever seen one. Uh, yeah. But would would do you see yourself like doing that kind of thing in like? You know, like a triple A place or like in like an indie thing or like your own thing that you might mm. create with someone else or um or does it not matter, you know? Is, I it right as of now it doesn't matter so much. Yeah. Um because like I have comparatively little experience to a lot of people in the industry. Um I just graduated. Um I'm like I'm very much like a fresh baby in the industry, like a like mm-hmm. a fresh just so fresh (laughs) and i don't really i haven't really experienced enough of different like facets of game writing to say like this is the one i just i just want to do this one right now i'm interested in all of them because they're all like still new and interesting to me right um and they'll still be interesting you know like years down the road i i hope um i would assume but um i i haven't like specified yet because i kind of can't i don't know how to um, and I yeah. wouldn't want to like box myself in. Um, I think that AAA games, as they stand now, um, aren't as narratively focused as I would. I mean, Bioware is AAA, yeah. um, and they're great. So that's sort of like you know, good. Hey, um, there are, uh, there are other Bioware. ones. Uh, yeah. There are other other AAA companies doing. Yeah, no, I'm work. like, which which ones would you say those are? <laughs> yeah, list them out. You're <laughs> on the spot. Oh, I'm gonna Telltale. I'm gonna call your bluff, Ran. Telltale's got some good stuff. There's this Telltale company. is in AAA. What? No, they're. I probably they're agree like with a, that. Like, they no, like I went to their conferences. They were like, we're not AAA. We're like a big indie studio, and mm-hmm. we don't want to be AAA. Oh shit! My world yeah. got rocked. Okay. Yeah. Fuck oh. you, Francisco. Oh, wow. The game is shit. I've never, I've never. I've oh, never blood. Oh, Let man, me tell you a tale, Francisco. Uh, Sam, Sam comes back from GDC and just like weird. Sam at GDC yeah. has arrived. We're like floating on a cloud, like imparting wisdom. Like, oh no, here I am, one. the sage. Yes. Uh, okay, no, Naughty Dog has some good stuff. Um, it's true I mean like but the thing is I mean a lot of AAA does have narrative stuff but like it's not interactive you like the players can't really change the story damn you know what I mean yep that's really like like Bioshock is great um there's you know stuff like that right but the story doesn't really change much you can make choices but they don't really affect the outcome or make it like you can replay it you can't sorry you can't replay it and get a different story out of it. Right, which which um, is, for you, that's the magic. Yeah, for me, that's the magic, yeah. is, like, replay- replayability, um, you know, having different relationships with different characters, you know, like, finding different parts of the world, um, mm-hmm. having different conflicts, stuff like that. 
I think that's what really makes a story come to life and what is really unique about gaming and yep. like the stories you can tell in gaming. If we don't take advantage of that, I think it's kind of a wasted opportunity. Because um, you can't do that with books or movies or music. Um, Netflix is doing, I, I don't know if you've heard, Netflix is sort of like trying to test out this new um, audience interactive um, sort of programming. Um, and I think it, I think it hmm. might be kind of awful, um, at least to start with, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's such a new thing. The, um, uh, gotta yeah. start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, mm. yeah. Damn, Sam. That is, uh, inspiring. <laughs> Hire me! Yeah, exactly. You've been on a reality TV show, Hire Me, the entire time, and you... <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> the hidden cameras are all employers. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Fran, like, did were <laughs> isn't the video game industry kind of something you wanted to get into, or is that just like a, an idea? Yeah, because, yeah, Fran, what's up? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I want to hear my about own game. Um, the thing is that what? I'm not. I'm working on a game right now. Um, oh, okay. With who? Yeah, what, what is this game? <laughs> so, Unless it's, you know, top secret. Um, you want us to sign, like, an NDA? It's AAA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have some, I have some contracts. Um, it's going to probably be a, a billion-dollar investment. Um, no. <laughs> God. The thing is that it... It's... No game makes a billion dollars. <laughs> God, I wish. No, that wouldn't even be satisfying. Um, the... <laughs> it's... The, so, the game... It's still in its super conceptual phases, but... It's mm-hmm. it's not like narrative driven at all. I thought about for a second trying to do something narrative, but then I was like, I'm gonna start small, start with something I can actually do. Um, so yeah, it's like a, it's you know like when you sit on a couch and you play a game with someone else. You know, how I've done that, that a lot. Is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing one of <laughs> I those. I think we've games. all been there. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, with a, it's an emphasis on uh, community and teamwork and. Mm-hmm. Cooperation, so we'll see how it goes. But oh, yeah, that's like really uh, nice. Sam, basically, when you have made it, and I'm watching the <laughs> the um, I don't know what would they call them, the date 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 Dav- like the gaming the game awards we're gonna have in 20 years from now, and then you get <laughs> like the David or like best writing. Just coming up with a, a guy's name for oh, the award boy. is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be like. Uh, see, see, Sam reading kids, and they'll be like, yeah, Pop, I love the game they made. It's like, everyone's played it. And like, I, I made a, I made a game with Sam back in the day. And they'll be like, ha ha. No, Hell yeah. No, you, shut up, Pop. You're a nobody. They'll be like, what was it? And you'll be like, a Beauty and the Beast dating sim. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, oh, boy. I still love that game. Yeah. Uh, God, such a... What a beauty. Um, hey, yeah, when no, you I make that... it, when you make it, <laughs> I'll do the same thing. All right. I like that in this in this scenario, everyone except for us at this at this event is like an elf. Like, a, <laughs> hello, Sarah. Let me ask you about your game. <laughs> uh, I, in I'm the gonna... future, we're all just elves. Exactly. <laughs> We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out the genetics. It'll be oh, fine. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I asked you a question, Fran. <laughs> what, what yeah, was Fran. The question, the game? It was... Uh, like, yeah. we're, we're, is this something... Is this a world you want to be a part of, too? Like, do you 
are you taking steps to do that, or are you just, is it just like, oh yeah, maybe you know? Yeah. <laughs> how did you have you been practicing my voice? Like, how did you you just nail that first try? That was so good. It's like a uncanny, virus right? Uncanny. God, eerie. Um, the I I think yeah I that's like kind of been my dream for a. Well, it was, like, my dream when I was a child, and then I kind of stopped having that dream. And then now it's, like, kind of been my dream again for, like, a couple of years now. Um, and I have a day job now. But, I, yeah, like, hopefully we'll see. We'll see what happens. Are you happy where you are right now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God, Batman. Okay. I'm all dingly now. Um, this is the uh, ASMR yeah. edition of... Uh... <laughs> I, I think, oh God, I just, like, um, I feel so naughty saying that I don't love <laughs> my my employer. Okay, interesting <laughs> word like, choice. I do, I love, I do like my job, for sure. It's great, um, in a lot of ways, like, it's yeah. pretty amazing, but I think that it's just like, yeah, I want to, like, I want to help make something that is meaningful and that is, that you know, makes people feel something. That's, like, something that I think will make me happy to do that. So I'm not doing that right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think it'll it'll take me a couple yes. years to do that. But, yeah, eventually I'll probably be making a game because games are the best medium <laughs> for the reason that Sam mm-hmm. said. Although Join Sam, us, Francisco. Can, I will not dispute that. <laughs> oh. I, I do disagree that there's no point. Not that there's no point because I'm, I'm sure you also agree that, like, the Last of Us is a great. Oh, game. sorry, you're cutting out. You're you're frozen. I can't hear you. Uh. Oh no, you actually did cut out though. Can you start? Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I'm sure you agree that like The Last of Us and Bioshock are great games. They just don't have that interactive uh, narrative that you think is dope, and I also agree is dope. I just like, I, I just like, I think I guess I'm just not, um, I as per se, or I, I can't see. Or as open-minded as you are, I just, like, can't perceive a reality where, like, that kind of, a good interactive narrative is, like, really good and also actually interactive. Because I, I don't think it's... It's really is. hard. It's... Yeah. Um, so, but I, like, that's why you, that's why you're working on it. I don't have to, to worry about it. I'll just help you program it. <laughs> Not my problem. I, don't get me wrong. I think linear games will always have a place, too, but, yeah. 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 But... I, I think if that does happen, when that does become a thing, man. Yeah, hire me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In a couple of years when you're making games, hire me. Oh, do boy. it. All right. Do it. You won't. I actually do want to ask you something about, because this, this game won't be uh, um, narrative driven at all, but it will have characters, and I'm like, fuck making all the characters <laughs> look like me. <laughs> I need to ask okay. Yeah. Right now or, or what? <laughs> you I'll, I'll, right now. Later, I'm probably gonna text you like, "Hey, Sam." Later, after I sign an NDA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's like a more it's, it's like actual like discussion. So I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, gotcha. so uh, I have this idea for a character. Let's get on it now." No, I'll see you later. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway. Cool. Um. Yeah, definitely do. Yeah. Man, that sounds. Uh, 
I I am in I am entranced by what I have heard. Not 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 just now, but like just the whole GDC like yeah. Just the whole the whole scene, the whole culture, just the, the the imagery that is like in my head right now, you yeah. know. It's like it's something that I I personally have kind of um been like almost infatuated with in a way, you know. Like it's <laughs> it's it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you know, I've I've been like such a uh you know, I I I grew up reading like you know, like Kotaku, Destructoid, Giant Bomb, and like now Polygon these days. So like I'm, um, you know, it's. I think, in my ideal world, I kind of want to be on that other side of like not being the dude who like makes the stuff, but like talking to the people who make that stuff. You know, like just mm-hmm. and like and playing it yeah, and like, like just stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like just doing that for, you know, like. Like analyzing it and you know making something entertaining out of like like what this bad haircut thing is like trying to be you know in like mm-hmm. in like a less janky way you know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I, I think it's it's really cool um hearing you um you know figuring out I guess like the different routes you can take to to really get there you know like just getting your foot in the door um. You know, it's it's no easy task, and it sounds like um, going to GDC was a really good step in doing that. Um, so that's... I hope so. Thank you. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm out of stuff to say. Uh, <laughs> Fran, anything else? It's <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> or Sam, if you wanted to share anything else, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, like, full up myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in and out's good. Went to In and Out. That's yeah. all I got. That's it for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the real story here. Shit. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, no, I'm I'm all tuckered out. So. Yeah. Oh, me too. You know what I'm saying? You've, you've <sighs> filled my brain with with stories of a heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Visions of sugar plums. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Fran, we'll, we'll definitely, make it, kids. definitely talk to me about those characters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, Hell definitely. Yeah. I will definitely need help. So. Well, uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I got. I guess the overall uh, message we're leaving with is: uh, follow your dreams. <laughs> Do it. You gotta be happy. If you ain't happy, what are you? Sad. No one wants Do that. Do it. Go into go into games. That's it. The only way you'll be happy. Fuck everything. <laughs> just like go. just go. The, the, the games is where it's at right now. <laughs> uh, God. Okay. I think we'll end it here then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, wrap us up, Chris. Take us out. Take us home. Uh bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. that's all I got.
Wait, mine was really bad. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not making yeah. this any more confusing for whoever is going to edit this. Okay. Um. Elliot. <laughs>